Bendiciones, guys. Welcome back. This is episode two, excuse me, of um, Signed Out. And this was during um, my hospital stay. Mind you, these stories I actually wrote in my hospital bed, in the hospital. And that's where, that's why it seems like I'm reading a little jumpy because, um, I have a few little flips in there from when I was in the hospital. I was, you know, sideways out of my head and it comes out in little, little spurts of my writing. But thank you for listening again. Here is episode two of Signed Out. Okay, and this one is called Baby Death. So, hey Ashley. No, I had been here too long. I didn't need to know other physical and occupational therapists but my own. They know my dad. I need to be home. They want me to get back to 95%, but I can't. But can I even do that? Is my neuroplasticity that good? Is it that powerful? Can I do that? Can I recover? Should I even bother? Is all of this work and effort futile? I want part of me to die. The part that holds back. The part that prevents me from progressing. I want to grow beyond myself. I just want something different. I want hope and a positive outlook on life. It was September. I felt weird that day, loopy, more hopeful, however. Yet, I was still in the hospital staring into space. And I just heard the words, or felt the words, it'll all come back. This has happened before. Like that one time years ago when I heard, everything will be okay, in a very small voice while I was alone in my classroom when I was a teacher. I'm going to say that it was a message to myself from the universe or God calming me down. I wasn't hallucinating anymore. So why am I hopeful? I wish hallucinations on no one. Hallucinations are scary. When I was in the ICU, I saw everyone's inner child personified in person and questioned everything I saw or heard because I woke up to tons of children. I could have sworn I was in the in-between. I didn't even know if I was alive at that time. Nothing felt here we go again. Now that everything, well, now that the exam is over, my life as I know it is over too. I feel lost. I'm in this limo limbo because of the unknown test scores and the lack of physical space besides this hospital bed. Interjection, I was waiting on my scores from my step two board exam. And I was in there just anxious. I was anxious and I also was suffering. It was a terrible time. Um, so here we go. I Am I done finally? I need a break. I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. And I feel really disabled and purposeless. Gosh, my head hurts. Again, this was when I was in the hospital. I'm finding it difficult to be okay with my new existence. I've accepted it, and I hate it. 
do I starve myself to be thin and combat my steroids or just end it all? Is this all worth it? I can't see half of the world and I can't move half of my body and I feel like a walrus. How do I cope and move on? Just a plug here. I have something called hemineglect and hemianopsia, which means my brain doesn't believe half of the world is not there. In my case, my head does not believe that the left side of the world exists. And through all the different specialists, we find out that if my eyes are actually really great, it's my brain that has the issue. So it's the software, not the hardware, that's the problem. And so I'm seeing, according to the ophthalmologists and all of them, I actually am seeing my brain is just ignoring it, which is kind of trippy when you think about it. So yes, let's, let, me go, let me go back to reading. All right, yes, it's happening again. My second stroke, my second disruption, uh, my third chance at this hell on earth. Remember, I have survived two strokes. I have to be more because I am more than my numbers. Numbers meaning my score. Stripped of the pomp and circumstance, stripped of med school, and stripped of black excellence, I went to Howard um, University College of Medicine. I was thrust into introspection and was further encouraged to do so by life and my therapist. And if any of you guys know, introspection is a necessary and scary thing to go through because introspection is nothing without honesty. And I didn't like what I was working through and looking at, but my therapist really encouraged it and I encouraged it after a while myself. So next excerpt, a rebirth of sorts. What have you killed? I'm trying to kill this self-doubt and this need to be in control because I definitely am not in control in the least. We have no idea how anything will turn out. Life is a surprise every day. I had to start doing gratitude journals to remind myself how lucky and fortunate I am. I had to die a little to remember my life, essentially. To remember that I have life and that I am a life. That I am a life. To think that for an entire month after my step to examine stroke, it was one, three to four hours of four tests of therapy a day, two, I was in an inpatient unit, like I'm inpatient, I'm in the hospital, three, I was under constant supervision, I was never alone, and then four, I had to muster a constant self-motivation when I had none. So what do I have to show for it? I left that hospital with more questions. I also had to accept my new normal. Exhaustion, increased impulsiveness, and decreased attention, though I loved or I improved on these both over the month I was in the hospital. I always needed help. I had altered mobility. I became more self-aware of oneself, of myself, and others. I was always emotionally exhausted and I had double vision. So fun fact, double vision was because since I had the stroke on my right side, my left side was affected. Therefore, my left eye muscle was affected. 
So it wasn't coordinating with my right eye muscle. It had it had weakness, not paralysis. It had weakness. So because of that, I saw double all the time. It was terrible. So then here we go. This That was just a short list. I left that hospital a different person, thankfully, but there is still so much healing to do mentally and physically. Also, is me being this vulnerable going to backfire? Like, is me telling you what I'm thinking going to bite me in the butt in the future somehow? I don't know. God forbid I don't exude strength and resilience 100% of the time that I talk about it. As the kids say now, we move. You know, life happens and then we move. We continue and we can and we keep going. So, thank you. That was the end of that excerpt. But I want to chat a little. I was... How this all started um, was when I was in the hospital, I was clearly going through it. I had gotten my scores back um, and I hadn't passed. Probably because my brain was going through some drama before the actual resulting stroke. And um, I was in the weeds. My head wasn't in the right space. It was awful. And it was visible. It was so palpable when when anybody saw me that I was not okay. And since my parents were both there and since my parents both saw me in pain, my dad in particular gave me a really small, cute little, you know, spiral journal to write because I used to write so much as a kid. And I tend to write better than I speak, as you can see. (laughs) So, um, he gave me that to write my thoughts, to flesh out my thoughts of what I'm doing. Because if you sit there with your thoughts by yourself, it's a little scary. Like, it's a little hazy. You you tend to think bad things after you've gone through all of those thoughts by yourself. You need, you need somebody to help you. Or maybe something like a piece of paper. Or even art. How some people get upset and they paint these beautiful masterpieces. It's therapy. Writing was my therapy, and going to therapy was just an adjunct to my writing. Me writing helped me out in therapy, actually, because it, it kind of made a map of where I needed to, or what I needed to work on, and where I needed to work on. Because I was, it was all discombobulated. My head was just filled with all these feelings and emotions and thoughts, and it was unorganized. It was chaos, and writing helped organize it and put certain things in place and allowed me to find the root cause of a lot of issues and thoughts and worries. It allowed me to maybe pinpoint certain things that I had buried. It it was really good. So just a PSA, if you ever need an outlet, some kind of art form, writing, art, music, even exercise, I will say that. I can't exercise anymore, like how I used to, but all those outlets are super important. You know, kind of train, or not train, sorry, kind of, you know, make a pipeline of your crazy, chaotic brain to whatever, you know, um, outlet you need. May that be music, writing, exercising, art, what have you. Cooking, I had to do that sometimes. Cooking was a good one too. So that was the second excerpt from my um, from my journal from the hospital. These are from the hospital. It's kind of crazy. 
these are these are just off the cusp from the hospital I, my brain clearly wasn't fully healed I was still jumbling up things time wasn't really logical to me then either I didn't understand time it's a weird thing to say now but understanding time is actually a thing so understanding what morning is and night is and approximately how long is a minute or 30 seconds because there are times where one minute will go by and I thought it was three hours or three hours gone by and I thought it was one minute so time or understanding time and contem- uh, understanding it you know going through it and understanding it comprehending it was something I had to regain because it definitely was lost in the hospital due to the stroke definitely I had the stroke and then I had swelling then I was on steroids so then the steroids if any of you guys know makes you emotionally labile I mean up and down and around you are not on a solid ground at all you're not on solid ground at all and so be careful with steroids however they come anywho it was it was a tough time but that concludes this episode thank you guys so much for being patient with me and for listening um you know if you have any questions and whatnot feel free to tweet me at ashley msmd or to you know dm me or go to my instagram at stroke of a genius and that was a period in between each word um my dms are open and i will be happy to answer your questions or your concerns or your random thoughts i love when people give me random thoughts it's great just to bounce off ideas with other people is really fantastic that's why group therapy is is so awesome but yes thank you for listening please come back and um have a wonderful wonderful day you beautiful humans <laughs>